Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Riz Fantasy Football Podcast. We kicked off week four of the NFL season uh, last night, Wiz, with the Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. You you mentioned that the road team uh, has covered the first three Thursday nights, and once again, that was the case. A, a very entertaining game, Wiz, uh, after a kind of a lackluster start to the game, but uh, finished very strong. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing well. A lot of good things about that game. Uh, if you're an owner of James Robinson, you got to kind of feel better about the usage he uh, he, he got in that game, and it looks like he's going to get going forward. And uh, Joe Burrow uh, was a different guy in the second half. Uh, you know, it's a, a tough game. It, it seemed that the entire game kind of like turned on a dime on that uh, fourth down call right at the end of the half, where uh, the Jags looked like they were going to go up fourteen nothing, and Trevor Lawrence really got stopped literally at the one inch line, and. Uh, from that point on, uh, the Bengals' offense was unstoppable in the second half. Yeah, no, I, you know, and again, uh, injury late in the game to to mix in, so you know, it's something to kind of keep an eye on. Hopefully, that's okay. Uh, DJ Shark going down with a broken ankle. I, you know, you got to take some notice given given that Dan Arnold basically just landed in Jacksonville yesterday, almost, uh, and the fact that he was very involved in this offense and with Shark going down. Uh, I think he could be an intriguing pickup over the next few weeks as he gets more accustomed to what's going on in the Jacksonville playbook, Wiz. Yeah, I mean, you're just not quite sure about the volume he's going to get. I think he's going to be more of an interesting stream play and certainly a guy that is going to pop from week to week and uh, could be a great DraftKings uh, pick uh, at, a, at a very low salary. And uh, speaking of DraftKings, uh, no, let's get into uh, the DraftKings action uh, for week four. Okay, fantastic. Yep. Uh, you want to kick it off at the quarterback position? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it pretty simple at quarterback. Uh, I have uh, one quarterback in the upper tier, six thousand and above, that I love, and that's Justin Herbert. Uh, I think that game on Monday night is just going to be. Uh, a wildly offensive game, and uh, I really expect Herbert to have a, a big game. I like him at uh, 7,000. My fate of the week is an easy one. Lamar Jackson banged up, going to add Denver, an elite defense, 7,500. I don't want any part of that. And I'm going to give a, a quarterback, uh, two quarterbacks, actually, a little bit lower uh, price range. Believe it or not, the Packers have given up two touchdown passes or more every game. I think Ben Roethlisberger, believe it or not, at 5,500 is an okay play. And I think Zach Wilson is going to play from a statistical standpoint, fantasy-wise, is going to have his best game of the year. So I may even sprinkle some Zach Wilson at 5,000. But uh, my fate is easy. Lamar Jackson, 7,500. What say you at quarterback? All right, so I'm, I'm right with you, Lamar Jackson. Two reasons. Uh, you talked about the health situation. I'm not sure if Bateman is going to be back just yet. Uh, last week, I'm not sure what Marquise was Brown was doing, but it was more balls hitting off his helmet in his hands than were actually going into his chest and uh, him catching it. Uh, Denver, one of the better defenses, one of the better NFL storylines to start the year. So all of those reasons, I'm staying away from Lamar Jackson. I'm also actually staying away from both Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray at their price point, Wiz. Uh, I think with Murray going against the Rams, I think the Rams just mean business. He had a rough time of it last year in one of the games he played. I just think this is a team that, that's just, like I said, raring to go. Uh, and, and one of the better defenses, though, they have not exactly played that way to start 
start the year, but I'm a little bit worried about that matchup. And I'd say the same thing, Russell Wilson. I'm not sure what Lockett's availability is going to be. It looks like uh, it looks like Everett might miss this game. That's something to watch for. I'll talk about that a little bit later as well. And um, and DJ DK Metcalf also came up limping at one point in time in that game with a hard fall. I, I don't like the scenario. So those are my those are my fades at quarterback. I'm right with you. I absolutely love Justin Herbert this week. Um, I love Matthew Stafford. Uh, and two guys at the lower end that I absolutely love at quarterback. You mentioned around the same price point, Roethlisberger. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan at 5,400. And I think Tyler Haneke is just—he just means business. He's—he's he's a gamer, and he's playing very, very well. The Washington defense is not playing well, and I think in that particular ball game, I like both those quarterbacks. So I also like Tyler Haneke at that lower price point as well, Wiz. Excellent. Uh, let's move right along to running back. Uh, so why don't you start things at running back? Yeah, so I don't love when players come back from injuries. If the Minnesota Vikings are smart, and I'm not sure if Cook's even playing in this ball game, but looks like he's trending towards that. But at the same time, given what we saw out of Madison and given his price point, if he does play, I expect it to be a softer workload for him. So I'm fading him. And Saquon Barkley is coming in a little dinged up against the number one running defense in the NFL, which is the New Orleans Saints. Uh, high price point for me, so sorry, Saquon. I'm not going near you this week. Um, on the flip side, I absolutely love Alvin Kamara against the Giants. And Wiz, you're going to be surprised at this one. It seems like my negative, my de- negativity towards uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, will come up last week. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of him again in this particular ball game. I'm intrigued by the price point. I love Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, as well. And just one running back to keep an eye on, if I'm watching what's going on with Antonio Gibson, uh, but I think Jared Patterson, if you do not see, if you do not see Antonio Gibson or if he's going into this game a little questionable, keep your eyes on Jared Patterson to make his debut for the Washington football team this week. All right, so my fade is Shaquan Barkley as well. He's an auto fade to me automatically. The Saints run defense has been incredible. Uh, the only running back who put up even a halfway decent uh, stat line in terms of rushing yards was Christian McCaffrey with 72, and that took him a whopping 24 carries. So you're holding Christian McCaffrey to three yards a carry in a game with Carolinas, um, has a big a big lead the whole game. Uh, they completely uh, stifled Damian Harris. Um, and no one's been able to run the ball against them. It, it'll take a lot of volume, a lot of carries for Saquon Barkley to do anything in this game, and I, I don't see it. He's an auto fade for me at 6,700. My lineups on DraftKings this week are going to be, surra- uh, you know, really uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be a, a key guy for me this week. Uh, I just absolutely love him against the Dolphins this week, 6,300. A little bit further down the line, I think game script is going to call for a good game for Zach Moss, 5,300. I'm right with you on Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It seems teams are going to have this copycat routine of trying to take away Tyreek Hill, play two deep safeties, and let the Chiefs run on them. I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire at 5,400. And then I know there's a lot of hype about Chuba uh, Hubbard, um, but I'm going to keep my eye on Royce Freeman at 4,700. I think he is an interesting guy in that mix. Could be the guy that is overlooked a little bit. So I'm going to play me some Royce Freeman at 4,700 as well on DraftKings this week. 
I love it. Very good, Wiz. Very good. Uh, and by the way, we just picked up Zach Moss. Some reason he was uh, on the waiver wire in the league, so that's music to my ears. What you saying about Moss, Wiz? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's hope he does have a good game and gets a, a good amount of carries. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. Let's go. Let's. Are you ready to move to receiver? Yes, I'm ready to move to receiver, Wiz. Uh, my fate is going to be Tyree Kill at eight thousand. I mean, until I see the Chiefs figure out a way to get him volume, and and teams are like just saying, all right, we're going to double, triple cover this guy, and then let the others beat us uh, and have good games. Until I see the Chiefs figure this out, or uh, a team not employ that strategy, I just have to fade him because his salary at eight thousand just doesn't give you any leverage at all. However, I'm going to move down to seven thousand where I like Calvin Ridley this week. Um, as I mentioned last week, I started to say that I think Washington's offense may be better than their defense, and uh, nothing I saw last week makes me think anything differently. So I'm going to play Calvin Ridley at seven thousand. Odell Beckham, I think, will even be better at fifty at uh, his second game off the layoff. Uh, he's at. 5,800. I think there'll be a lot of opportunities for play action passes for Odell Beckham, so I like him at 5,800. And then in a game where I just think there's going to be a lot of points, I know the Cooper Cup bandwagon is, you know, being ridden by just about everyone, and Robert Woods, you know, is, is an excellent player, but Van Jefferson at 3,900, I think you get a lot of salary relief with a player who's an intricate part of that offense and is being in, and is involved in getting a decent amount of target share every week. So Van Jefferson is my wide receiver a little bit further down the line that I like at 3,900. What say you? All right. So uh, kind of the same thing. So it's interesting. I actually, in one league, I own, a, you're in the league with me. I own Diggs and I own Tyree Kill. Those are my two, first two picks in a snake draft. And both of those guys have been equally disappointing, uh, save Tyree Kill's uh, first week outburst. But for the same reason, I'm actually kind of, I need to see Steph, uh, Stefan Diggs kind of prove it to me. I mean, uh, Josh Allen's spreading the ball around quite a bit, uh, getting the ball to Beasley, getting the ball to his tight end, Knox. Uh, obviously, the running backs are actually involved in the, in the pass attack, Emmanuel Sanders. So for the same reasons, I need to see it again. So Diggs, until you show me again, I'm sorry, I'm fading you. The other guy I'm fading, Wiz, and you know, you might be surprised by this one, but I, I kind of have a view on this game. It'll come across uh, to, uh, in the next podcast as well. Uh, DJ Moore is not going to do what he did last week to the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Dallas Cowboys are an upstart defense behind Dan Quinn. 6,600, I'm fading that player as well. I am absolutely with you on Calvin Ridley. I already talked about Matt Ryan in this ballgame, and I love, love Calvin Ridley at his price point. I'm going to go down the list, Wiz, uh, with three other guys, kind of in the 5,300 for one guy and two guys at 4,900 that I really love this week. Uh, Christian Kirk. 5,300, you talked about him a little bit in the last podcast. He's playing phenomenally well. Uh, the rapport with with, uh, with Kyla Murray is there. I think DeAndre Hopkins will get a lot of Jalen Ramsey attention. Christian Kirk will be in single coverage a lot. He's the guy that I think will strike gold in this particular game for the Arizona Cardinals. Jalen Waddell, you can't ignore 13 targets last week. I'm not sold on Will Fuller being an intricate part of this offense either, but Brissett certainly had his eyes on Waddle, so at 4,900, given the volume, I love that. And Tim Patrick is so consistent in his performance. Uh, and again, no Hamlin now, no Judy, 4,900. I think Tim Patrick is a very solid play at the 4,900 play uh, level, Wiz. Yeah, I think, you know, wide receiver 
on DraftKings is the position where you can get a lot of leverage and uh, might break the slate pick, you know, Deshaun Jackson at 3000 last week. I hope made some people uh, some money. I did pretty pretty well on DraftKings with him at 3000 He really could have had a much bigger game, actually. That could have been like uh, – you know, well, well over a hundred yards receiving and a couple of touchdowns, but him and Stafford just couldn't connect. One of them looked like he over underthrew him. Another like Sean Jackson couldn't find the ball, and then he did hit him on a big, big touchdown pass, which I think I actually predicted on the. Podcast you you, you well. predicted it, and he could have had three. He could have had three touchdowns yeah, in this game. game. Yeah, I think the DraftKings. Uh, I think the podcast overall with the the, the betting in the DraftKings was probably. Uh, you know, just uh, whoever listened to that had to make money. There was just so many good uh, things that were, were brought up, uh, fades and, and, and guys that we love. So hopefully we'll continue that. And let's go to tight end, where my fade is going to be one of my favorite players in the NFL, TJ Hawkinson at 5,800. Yeah, I like the player, and he may have an okay game, but I'm just looking at the at the tight end position at salary, and I think this is a, another position where you get a little bit more salary leverage and salary relief by playing some guys a little bit lower down and then adding other guys at different positions. So I'm going to say T.J. Hawkinson against what I think is going to be a ferocious Bears defense on Sunday. Uh, my top play is going to be a, a player that I, I I don't we don't talk about this stuff, but I I feel that you may join me because uh, you mentioned Heineke. I'm going with Logan Thomas at 4,900. Uh, he's going to be my top play, and then two guys at the bare minimum. I have two tight ends at 3,000 that I like: Cole Komet against the Lions, who have not been able to stop tight ends at all. And Max Williams as well against the Rams. I think that's going to be a situation where he's going to be kind of like forgotten about and lost a little bit. It's quiet last week. But I think Cole Komet and Max Williams, I both like at 3,000. And um, that's what I have to say at tight end. What about you? All right, very interesting uh, take on, on Hawkinson. I kind of thought about it as well, but similar to Hawkinson, I, I'm worried about uh, I'm worried about Lamar Jackson. So I know you loved Andrews last week. I can't see him roving around the same way as he did last week against the Denver defense. So I'm fading Andrews, uh, kind of in the same kind of train of thought as you had. Um, I'm staying away from Kittle uh, right now. He's very questionable, and even if he plays, that'd be a bit player I would stay away from. And then going down the list was uh, kind of you know whatever. We're not doing break the slate here, but I'll mention the one guy that I do like. It looks like he's going to play this week, and given the injuries at wide receiver uh, for the Tennessee Titans at 3,100, I'm going to give Anthony Fersca a very hard look in, in my DraftKings picks for this week. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I think you know he's someone I looked at as well. I think there are a few tight ends that you could get a lot of salary relief with and then really uh, pay up to get some of the superstars that you think are kind of like going to be can't miss guys that we talked about uh, earlier. So I like that as well. And uh, you segue right into the break the slate guy. And I'll go first with my break the slate guy. Uh, he's on the same team as Anthony Fersta. Uh 3,200 Nick Westbrook is my break the slate DraftKings guy. He may very well come into this game against the Jets as the number one receiver. Uh, I can't imagine A.J. Brown playing. 
I don't know what the status of Julio Jones is, but I know Julio Jones plays. He's probably going to, you know, miss a lot of a lot of time in the game, taking himself out. So Nick Westbrook has been with the team. I think Tannehill has a lot of confidence in him, a lot of familiarity. Nick Westbrook, thirty-two hundred, is my break this late DraftKings pick this week. Wiz, uh, of course, we do not talk about these things beforehand, and great minds think alike. And uh, I am right with you on on Mr. Westbrook at thirty-two hundred. I have another. So, I, for all the reasons that you mentioned, so I don't want to kind of duplicate and steal what you uh, have already said because I'm in full agreement with that. At thirty-two hundred, it's definitely a steal. Uh, the other guy, uh, you know, I it's hard to ignore what's going on with the giant wide receivers, uh, Sterling Shepard. Out. Slayton looks like he's going to be out. And Colin Johnson, who was a player that both you and I kind of were intrigued by, uh, Jacksonville let him go. Big body, but he got right in there. Seven targets, five catches. Galladay's, you know, really not doing anything either. So I know there's going to be some people on Kadarius Tony, but I think Colin Johnson's going to be the one guy that you're going to want to own this week. Also at 3,200 as a break the slate guy. And I'm going to give one more break the slate guy, Wiz. And again, if Everett is out, and what's going on with the receiving core in Seattle right now, which does merit attention, but Will Disley at 2,600, if there is no Everett in this ballgame, is an absolute home run on the DraftKings slate. There's no doubt that you and Will Disley must have some kind of a friendship. You, you just you, you love that guy. You, you had him. Uh, he, he played well for you. Well, he, he had that hurt. devastating injury, right? He, he yeah, was playing you, you, so you well. Love, you just love the player. I, mean, I, I do. I guys, do. We all have like little favorites. And you're a fan of Will Disley. I, as you very well know, you and I were in a league where there were pickups made in a very, very deep league that we're both in. And you and I both bid on the same two wide receivers, Nick Westbrook and Colin Johnson. So uh, I, I certainly had Colin Johnson. I think it's an excellent pick as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep uh, an eye on him. And maybe Dwayne Eskridge as well is the third receiver on Seattle. He may be playing this week, another guy to keep your eye on. So uh, all excellent guys. And, uh, you know, it's always good to give those guys out who at the uh, bare minimum salary uh, who could pop every once in a while. It gives you a lot of leverage and a lot of opportunity to make a really big hit on DraftKings. All right, fantastic, Wiz. That's, uh, that's an excellent job as usual. It's good Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast for our DraftKings selections for the week. Uh, we're on Sp- uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribing, people, because we're, we're having some good runs here, and we're going to come right back. We're going to be doing our picks of the week, both on the game lines and player props. Wiz, outstanding job as always. You too. All right, we'll talk soon.